This episode is brought to you by Pepsi. I remember going to an HBCU football game. It was one of the most memorable experiences of my life. Watching an HBCU's team and band bring so much excitement to the stadium, completely packed with fans. It is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. The best part about it is that Pepsi is a proud supporter of HBCU students on and off the field. Pepsi and HBCUs, that's what I like. Hey, <laughs> hey I feel like y'all getting into my music. You're getting into the music. You like it? You're getting into the music. I got my music, yeah. After 100 episodes, I'm finally on it. <laughs> you already know what it is. It's Kitchen Talk, ladies and gentlemen. Every hero has a theme song, man. Ooh. Every hero has a theme song. That doesn't sound like hero music. Though. What? What? It, oh. it's, it's winning music. It's wrestling music. For a champion. Only a champion wrestling. So you got the belt and you just walk in. It is what it I'm is. Like Shout out to the whole gang, man. Shout out to Nasty Nash. Shout out to Ace. Shout out to Pearls Monroe, Fire, Shalimar. Nigga named Shalimar. That's his real name. <laughs> Shalimar. How you call a man Shalimar without using that voice, without saying Shalimar? <laughs> That's true. Shalimar. That's true. Like, this, this is a R&B in the 80s, 70s. When, when, nah, that was a group, right? That's, that sounds like some type of that was a karate soul. I should like, have said You named that, you <laughs> named that the, uh, uh, R&B group in the 70s. In the 80s. Shout out to PD. No. Man, man, we back again, man. Shout out to, uh, uh, to the whole gang. Free Ricky and today Free Ricky. We pushing the line. Kitchen Talk, it is not a kit, uh, cooking show. It is not a love show. You know, they try to. You know, uh, bully me around at, at times. You know, it. but it's all good, man. We got another big show, man, and we got a, we got a, we got another friend of mine in here that I've known for many years, yes, sir. Um, um, a real staple in the New York City area mm. as far as uh, DJing, you know, breaking records, being in the club scene, you know, having things going on, and and we actually been having a relationship for years. So long time. I mean, for, the beginning of me, like just coming home. Since he came home. Yeah, mm -hmm. trying to figure it out, man. Uh, listen, man, round of applause for the one and only Bobby Trans. Thank you. I was waiting for the block. I was waiting for somebody to scream We don't got to shake the block. We need to shake the block. We got to get to shake the block in there. We need that drop. We need that drop in there, man. Then you got to erase it right after because that thing is, you know what I mean? That's, it's it's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Oh. You can't just it's, have it. Anybody it, can have it. As if it's in the wrong hands. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, nah, it's one of those things. Some DJs is running around. And so if a DJ, oh, no, no, no. the wrong DJ have that. That definitely happens. I get the call and then we make another call and then it gets deleted. Right, so it's like, so what happens is like a nigga that uh, is impostering is part of being part of the uh, no, It happens group. all the time. Really? And then it depends on what borough, what state. We got Shake the Black Boys everywhere, so we just make the call. and be like, Ooh. yo, send the address. Yo, head out there and, and go run up on homeboy and tell him he got to stop. Shake the Black. Matter of fact, get it out of his computer. So this is a nigga that's just an imposter. Yeah, it happens. Wow. It's okay. But, but see, what I usually do too, like I, I be like, put him on FaceTime, I want to talk to him. Mm -hmm. And I be like, hey, man, I love you, man. Right. You gotta stop. Do you do you usually know him? Sometimes. Sometimes you know. Well, him. I might have heard of him. Sometimes it's fans, man. Sometimes so, they like, fans. So it's it's all right, man. Like it's like it's a, remember like Rough Riders and everybody had a right. Rough Rider jacket. Right, right, right. This is what it is. You created so, a movement though. Yeah. Let's let's mm -hmm. get back into it for people that don't mm -hmm. really know. You know, um, 
Hot 97 DJ. I've always known you from being a part of Hot 97. Mm -hmm. I remember when you were starting off, you didn't you, you didn't even have your own slot back then. No. Mm -mm. How did how did you get started with, with, with Hot? So um my, my plan was never to be on the radio because I didn't think it was something that was possible. Cause where I came from, those things just weren't possible. Mm. Cause your parents were either victims or hard workers. Mm. And my parents were hard workers. So I learned how to work hard. A lot of my friends' parents were victims, so I learned from that also. Mm. And we didn't really have success stories from where I was at that world, like in the entertainment world. Right. The success was you were a hard worker, not a victim. Mm. So I didn't think that I can, I thought it was make-believe, I thought it was fake. You know what you know, your parents used to say when you was little, what you see on TV is fake? Right. So TV, radio, all that was fake to me. It wasn't like a possibility. You know what I'm saying? So um, once I decided I wanted to be a DJ, I fell in love with it. And then, you know, when you fall in love with something, it turned into something. So it turned into something. I became a big DJ in the club scene in New York City when it was at its biggest. I remember this. And then, then my affiliations, shout to Funk Flex, my big brother. Hold up. Uh -huh. But when you was coming up, you wasn't, you, you didn't come up originally affiliated with Flex. How no. did you get affiliated with Flex from the door? Because you was part of Big Dog Pit Bulls, right? Yeah, I mean, I got to that. Um, before that, I was just, you know, I was doing mixtapes. Right. I was doing house parties. I was doing high school parties, college parties. Um, you know, a couple of clubs. I wasn't really, really, like, big in the clubs like that yet. And, um... I had a time in my life where I was going through some rough shit, mm -hmm. and then I had to figure out what to do with myself. I ended up going back to school because the street shit wasn't really working out for me, and I just didn't want to go to jail, mm. and um, things got really close. I dodged a lot of bullets, so I just had to like move away from everything that I was around and just be by myself and figure shit out, and while I was doing that, I got a job, and while I was at my job, I would go on the internet, and I found Flex's website. And it was some flashing light. It said, do you want to be in the music business? And I was just like, some fake shit. It's a fraud. I clicked on it. It was a phone number. So I called. I said, you want to be in the music business? They were like, oh, you want an internship? I was like, oh, this shit real. Mm. So I called. And um, they danced me around for a couple of weeks. And then I found the address. Like, I did some, yeah, I need the address. I got a delivery for Flex. And they are like, oh, yeah, gave me the address. So I ran up there. And I was like, yo, it's me that be calling every day. What's up? Wow. And then um, I like was an intern for a little bit. For like six months for free. Another six months, I got paid like $75 a year. What year was this when you was an intern? Um, this had to be like 2003, 2002, something like that. Yeah, 2003 like that. is when I, I got back. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. it was before then, though. Before so then. then I did that, and I, like, I found, I looked at it, I'm like, this shit is real. I could really like do mm -hmm. something with this. So... I was working my day job, man, interning at the same time. And once I um, figured like a way where I can like make a living doing this, I quit my job and I just went for it. Cause I didn't have, you know, I had no kids at the time. I had no like responsibilities. Right. I'm like, man, I'm a hustle. I'm gonna figure this shit out. Mm. So, so I figured it out. And then once, once I became that DJ, I opened up for Flex. Right. So once I opened up for Flex, I knew that the eyes would be on me. And opening up for Flex at the time, man, you played all night. And then he played for one hour. But I wasn't allowed to crack the microphone. I wasn't allowed to play nothing new. So I had to be real crafty with what I was doing. And promoter started this. He was like, yo, you really play all night. Flex played for an hour. Mm -hmm. Why you don't talk on the mic? I was like, I can't. <laughs> and 
And to be honest, I wasn't ready to crack the mic either. Right, right, right. So I had to figure all this shit out while I was going. I was like, man, I got about a year to get hot. So I did everything I had to do to get hot. And then people started booking me. And I was like, all right, that's it. It was over after that. I started headlining all the biggest clubs. And, right. And, um, and people started, once they got to know me and saw what I, like my values, they were mm -hmm. like, damn, you next to Flex, waiting on the radio. I was mm -hmm. like, radio? What you you mean? wasn't even thinking about that. Nah, I was happy where I was at because I came from someone's bullshit. Right. I was like, I was excited to be in, in the place I was at. But once they said that, I started to look at it different. I'm like, damn, man, like, nah, I'm going to be on the radio. So then I wrote it down. I said, I'm going to be on the radio by this date. And three days before that date, I got a phone call. Wow. So you got to put things, you got to manifest things. Yeah. I said, of course, yeah. I believe in that so, wholeheartedly. Yeah, yeah, so. That's what wholeheartedly. Yeah. That's dope. You put your work in, though. No, I put work in. You put your work in. You find it now that a lot of people don't, don't, don't like to put the work in, but they expect the results. I think people don't see the work, so they don't understand it, and think it's a lot easier than what it is. Right. There's some people DJs think I just got here like exactly five years ago, right. maybe ten years ago. Now I've been around right. for a little minute. Right. Because right. even when I got on the radio at first, it was just mixed, week, mixed weekends. So mixed I was like weekends. four times a year. Right. And then the next year, I was on once a month. Right. And and then I got into High 97 when it was all like, it was Mr. C, Enough, mm -hmm. Envy, mm -hmm. Who Kid, K Slay, mm -hmm. um, Camilo, Enough. It was like, uh, it was all the biggest DJs. Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so how, you know, how am I supposed to like, right. I became, from being a big club DJ, big I became the smallest guy on the radio. Right. So I'm like, so how am I gonna like make a difference? And we had to figure shit out. I had to like find a way to get more time on the radio because if not, then they wouldn't have given it to me. So um, shout to Cast One, Big Bang. Cast One, Big we had man. put a show together called Three the Hard Way. I remember that. You know show. that? Mm -hmm. So because we, we was all, we was on once a month, each of us on mm -hmm. a Saturday night. So we was like, let's get on each other's show, right? And so. like figure it out. So like we came to that. We we had an idea. We brought it to Mr. C and he put us on. But then I told them, I said, don't get used to this shit. We can't do this too long because I've, I study radio. I study, I study business in general mm -hmm. and everything that I'm around. So I'm like, if the three of us on the radio at the same time, like, you know, for, forever, they're going to think I'm Big Ben, you cast one, and he's Bobby mm -hmm. Trends, and then vice versa. They're going to fuck our names right. up. Right, not going to individualize. So I said, we're going to do this for a year, and then we're going to stop. Mm -hmm. And we got to get hot. And like, so it's about getting hot. Right. You got to keep getting hot to get to the next step right. to figure out how you're going to get hotter mm -hmm. and keep moving. Right. So I did that. And then when I was ready to go, I'm like, nah, I figured out some next shit. And they wasn't 100% ready for me to leave. But I was just like, nah, man, I got my Friday night. My, remember I did the broadcast. So I started the Friday night broadcast. Oh, you remember that? Yeah, you was part of that, that big. Yes. I remember that. That club. Um... You was doing so it started at Imperial, Imperial. And, then we, and then we moved it to 28, which mm -hmm. was a shadow. And the old shadow, it, yep. And we turned it, yeah. Remember that, wow. So think, think about the shadow. Had a so lot of good nights. Remember the shadow was like a 40 and older club. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then you made it, then I made it, it 21 and older. Yeah, yeah. I call it 28. And we did like close to 1,000 people every Friday for over a year. Yeah, I remember that. I remember yeah. that. So it's just well. like always just trying to level up, get to the next shit so you can of get past the is. next Of course thing. it is. You know what I mean? Like, you know, type shit. for me, like, being in the clubs was part of my initial, you know, uh, uh, grind, right? So mm -hmm. I would, you know, I, would, I got out of jail. I was, you know, running the studio, you know, putting, the, putting together my CDs, mm -hmm. 
you know, meeting DJs, <clears throat> connecting with DJs, and then we would always go out. We would mm. always go out to the clubs. We was always in the clubs. I was back when club show, club lobby, you know, um, mm -hmm. whatever it was, Eugene's, you know, everything. Um, guest house, uh, duvet, you know, all, all these, all these old cheaters, all, all these clubs, right? Justin's on Mondays, right? So mm. we was outside, right? Justin's on Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I remember you and I remember one night, you remember Ruby Falls? Mm -hmm. Okay. I remember Ruby Falls and I remember you was DJing and it was another DJ in there. You said something crazy over mm -hmm. the mic mm -hmm. to him. Absolutely. You remember what I'm yeah. talking about? Mm -hmm. What was that about? I never understood what that was about. You was like, such and such, you pussy. Something. <laughs> That's definitely what I said. Yeah, I remember. You, 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 surprised, you surprised I remember that. Because this was a very long time ago. I didn't, I didn't know you was there that yeah, night. Yeah, I was there that night. That, I was there that, that night. Was a, that was an important night. Yeah, this is I, what I'm saying. I, I never understood, but I, was, I never asked you I was, that. I was banned from a couple of clubs because of that for about a year. Wow, I was deemed the troublemaker. So such as you, was, and I don't want to bring bring um, the, the the homie up, but it was like such and such, you pussy. Nah, and I and I turned the music off, and I said, until his bitch ass get out the mm. get out the booth, I'm not playing another fucking record. Mm. It's like I don't like fake shit, and and we had a lot of back and forth. It, right. We cool now. We by cool the now. way, me and right, we shake right. hands, we say what's up, Indeed. man, we drink together. Right. So you gotta get past things. But of course, um, you know, it's just a it was a competitive time. Neither of us were on the radio and we was both shooting for the same things. He had a he was big. He was he, he was had a, big. He had, had a big team. Yeah, he had a big team. Now imagine he had a big team and I didn't really have a team. It was just me. Right. Although Flex was like my big bro. But Flex and them wasn't Flex in the clubs at, at that time. They was at a different level. I don't know, but they was at a different level. Right. But the clubs, who, the, the, the urban with, with all the bitches want to be mm -hmm. at. Excuse my term. Yeah. Like. They at that point had it mm. right. Every club because I was I was I was so club go friendly, yeah. so yeah. I, I I knew where to be at, and every party that they had was rocking. Yeah. You understand? So I, I was always surprised by that, and then I always wanted to ask you what that was about. But you know, that wasn't the first time that we had a situation. Really? It was a, it was that it got to be too much, and I was tired of being nice because mm. I felt like every time I was being nice. My my good friend now would would um take advantage of that right and and use it as a weakness mm -hmm. and would do like some dumb shit. So I was just like, man, I'm tired of this shit, man. Like I'm in the club and he talk, he something came up and I'm just like, nah. And I knew it was it was some real shit because the people that you know I'm not about hearsay, but if like, you know, like when you know something is said, you know it's right. it's true because of certain circumstances, right? Because it had to do with something that you said or did. Mm -hmm. It came back, and it happened right there in front of me. And I'm like, man, we just shook hands and just fixed things up. You still talking shit. Mm. So that shit had me burning. Mm. And then so I, so, I, so I didn't say that yet. I said, hey, shout out to all the DJs in here. I know y'all watching. Because he wasn't the only one. There was a couple of DJs in there that was watching because everybody was trying to gun for my spot. Right. So he took it as I was talking to him. And I absolutely I was talking about him and everybody else in the room because mm. I... I was I always was like, but you see me, I was by myself. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm like right. that 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 right. just guy. I just be by myself. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. I mean, I got soldiers, but I don't. I like to move by myself right. sometimes. So, so he came upstairs. <laughs> he was brave. <laughs> he was brave because he had 50 Brooklyn right. dudes right. in the right. VIP right. And, right. And, and section. Right. So that's how I took it. I'm like, oh, you coming up? You brave today because you got an army behind you. So you know, that, to me, that's pussy shit. Mm. So I called him out. 
Mm-hmm. And then and then um he ain't wanna leave. And um rest in peace, um, and shout to Frank Jugger. Frank Jugger was there day. Yeah. And Frank told him he had to leave. He's like, yo, man, because he's seen me like this before. Mm-hmm. On some other shit though. Now I don't know DJ shit on some rappers trying to get their music played and they was mad at me because I wouldn't, and then we end up fighting. Rappers trying to get their music played. Yeah. <laughs> Rappers trying to get yeah. their let's talk about that. Like we got we got we gotta talk <laughs> we about gotta it. We gotta talk about it. We that. gotta talk about it. I was a rapper trying to get his music played yeah. before. And I played your music. But not, yeah, uh. yeah, but I'm just saying, I know what I know. It's just a way to do things. Yeah, I know what that feeling. I know what that feeling is like. And I know there's the right way to do things and yeah. there's the wrong way to do things. And it, it all also depends on who you're who dealing you, with. Who you're dealing with. So yeah. what 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 was that like though? Rapper that you never heard of, you don't know this nigga. You don't know nobody so, he with. So, so here's the thing. This is this what I always say to 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 rappers that want to interrupt my set, right? Say you performing, right? Mm-hmm. You 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 on stage, mm-hmm. and then like I'm looking at you. I'm just like, damn. I I think you should do it different. <laughs> so I tap you. I'm like, yo yo yo. Why you mid verse? Wow. And I'm just like, wow. So I'm interrupting your performance. That's right. A lot of people don't see it that way. You know mm. what I'm saying? And people probably, this is probably going to be some people upset that I'm saying this. I never people thought don't about get that, it. though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm performing. You're performing. So why not come see me after my performance? You, at, at that moment, it's a selfish moment for that individual. You know what I'm saying? Like, respect the person's performance. Come and see me before. If it was that important, you should have came, found out what time I said was, come and see me before or come after. But I, I'm not saying people shouldn't attempt because at the same time, a DJ could have somebody with them, and they could be like, oh, let me talk to his homeboy, and maybe he could figure something out. Sometimes rappers don't want to talk to their homies. Like, no, I want to talk to him. And then it gets weird. Mm. He's aggressive. And I'm sitting, I'm just like, man, I'm trying to please this room of five, six, seven hundred people. Mm-hmm. And now everything got to stop because I got to take care of somebody's Ego. needs. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, so now, like, if I see sometimes a person to get aggressive with whoever's in the booth with me, where that person can't handle what was going on, then I butt in. And I'm just like, my man, how can I help you today? And then they'll say, yo, man, as you know, I got this song, but I'm like, okay, send it to me. I'm not gonna play it today, but I'm in the middle of something. Mm. And I just, you know, I wanna keep rocking. I'm working. You know what I'm saying? No disrespect. Now he could take that and be like, okay, no, but I need, I don't need you to play it now. I'm like, well, I can't play it now. A lot of people don't understand either is that Sometimes, I'll, sometimes I'll be like, there's somebody I know, I'm like, damn, you know, like he probably got some that, you know, right, right, it, right. it depends on opportunity. Right. It's easier for, play, for me to play music in strip clubs that's new music than in, right. a, in a club where people are like Just buying bottles and, and yeah. like dancing because strippers, can't, they, they got to dance. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like they're mm. not going to stop. You got to hustle. The crowd, they're here for something else. Right. They're not here for that. Right. So not that I don't want to help anybody because I, I do it. I do a lot. I do it I a lot. It. I did, you know, I've done it with, right. with you. You know, I've done it with a lot of people. Of so course. it's just kind of like how, the, how people come up. So, um, so for me, I'm never going to allow anybody to put me under pressure. Mm. So you, you literally had to have a whole fight with a nigga. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been in some fist fights. With, 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 
Anybody notable? I don't even remember the name. <laughs> Just I've 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 flung like when the vinyl was out, I flung vinyl out of Club Envy DJ booth across wow. the club. Wow. Because I'm just like, my man, you're really taking me somewhere else. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's just like, it's just a respect thing. It's not like me trying to be tough. It's not me trying to be like nothing. I'm just trying to work and like trying to do what I got to do. You know what is, I'm saying? Is, like, is that something that that still happens right now? Like, yeah, uh, rappers come into the booth and want they want their shit played. Yeah, but I like I respect the hustle. I don't think that people should not come. I just think there's a there's a way, to, there's a do way to do it. There's a way to do things, and then like if if I want to have a conversation with you, or or whatever my man's saying to you is is not acceptable, and the people around me, they, I don't got no slouches around me. You know what I'm saying? Like I have people around me that know how to handle themselves, so mm. they're not gonna say the wrong things to that person. So if whatever my man is saying to you that you can't handle, right? I feel like there's an issue now. So now I gotta step in. So now I gotta say, hey man, all right, what 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 is it that you need? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So like, why don't you just send it to me? Let me sit with it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I could play it on the next party. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I could get on the radio for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you coming at me like right, this, right, I don't want right. to do nothing for you. You know it's what I'm saying? Like, but there's even times when people been like this, right. and I came to see them at the end of my set, went to their to their VIP, and they be like, "Yo, my man, what's up, <laughs> Is man?" A and they looking at me like, "Yo, he came over here by himself." And I told my man, "Yo, I stay over there. I need to go talk to him by myself because I want him to know right. what, what I'm like." What right. type of time I'm on? So I come in. So I go. I go to the VIP, and she be like, "My man," I said, "Look, man, I don't want you to get the wrong idea. I, I respect your hustle. Send me the music. Matter of fact, give me a phone number. You know what I'm saying? I like that. I I like you." You but like, there's just a certain way to do things. A way to do Respect. it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's it. Cause I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to act like I'm unaccessible. That I'm not. Right. I'm, a, I'm an asshole. I'm a dickhead. I'm just trying to get my job done. I'm trying to rock and I'm trying to be special. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, and in order to be special, you also have to break new music. So there's a there's a process. It's just a, about. How, I think that some people feel like there's an entitlement, or it's like, or because you got all these people with you, you feel you want to be tough that day. Mm. You understand? This is New York City, yeah. right? Mm. It's the number one market, and it's hundreds of rappers here. Yeah. Everybody want their shit played. Yeah. So, so it's impossible to get everybody's shit on. You feel me? And that's another thing. I'm just like, you know, how much music I get every day. This is what I'm. This is where I'm going. Yeah. You, your email getting hit. Yeah. And then you got not. You got emails, you got you got record reps hitting yep. you, mm -hmm. and then you got artists that you got relationships with yep. hitting you. Mm -hmm. How do you figure out what records to play like in a week's time, right? So between Monday to Monday, how many new songs do you do you think you get? How many new songs I get? I I can't count that. Hundreds. Yeah. So how do you differentiate which ones to play? So I'll be honest, the guy that comes to see me, mm -hmm. as opposed to somebody that's just sending me music, if you're in my face, I'm going to remember you. Mm. So like I said, there's a way. So if you come no, in to see I'm me. what I'm saying, I'm saying mm -hmm. that guy. I'm going to listen to his music record, before I listen the, to the music I get the email from. Okay, what about the record rap? <coughs> I, I listen to his music too. And what about the rappers you know? Yeah, so I listen to I'm saying you're getting hit from every angle. And sometimes I can't get it all in in that week. So it might take the record rep or the friend or that rapper to come see me three, four times. Mm. And I'm just like, damn, man. Like, and I feel bad at some point because right. not only am I a DJ that has to deal with all this 
like DJing and, and, and that part of the business, I also have other businesses I take care of. I right. got I got three boys that I'm raising. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I got family. You know, we all got another we things. Got life. life. You know life. what I'm saying? Like so that's why I say sometimes it's just so selfish. It's just like, um, you know, sometimes it'd be the alcohol too, you know what I'm saying? Or it'd be like, you know, the you know, the team. Right. You know, it'd be it'd be a lot. But there's a there's a way to do things, man. But like when like when I met you. Right. You, <laughs> let's get to that. When I met you, yeah, I knew you were special. Yeah. Okay. And, 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 can I get something? <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is special, and, and that's a whole other thing. Is that I feel like I got a good judge of character. Mm. Like I feel like when I meet somebody, right, I feel like I could fuck with that person, or I, or I really don't fuck with this person. Or mm. it's just like an energy. I'm an energy person. Indeed. So I met Justin's Diddy's restaurant. Mm-hmm. That's not there no more. That's right. And. You were not allowed to wear hats in there, a hood, nothing. Here comes this man walking here with his hood all the way on. You can't, all you see is his chin. You don't see nothing else. You walking in. I'm just like, who this man walking up on here like this? He's like, hey, what's up, man? Blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. polite gentleman. Yeah. I just came home. You know, I got this. And, and when you said those things to me, I'm like, right. this man is, is humble. Right. Serious. Right. And about his business. Right. Let me get the record. I remember that. And you, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of folklore out there about me in this, in this era. Like, they would say like uh, I was being very aggressive with DJs, <laughs> and and that, and that really wasn't the case. Uh, what it was is that where, where I come from, I've always been popular, mm. right? Before the music, I was popular. I come, I come with <coughs> a lot of reputation, right? Yeah. And and a lot of times the reputation was like getting in the way. Of, of what yeah. I was trying to do. And then I would have issues, not so much with people in the industry, but just period. And it mm-hmm. felt like I was just being more aggressive than what I really and was. And I didn't know about your past. Right. I didn't know anything about you. Right, right. And I, I just, but you know what it is? I think like when, when guys like you and mm-hmm. I, when we speak, right. we have a mutual respect because right. we come from certain things that are, are very similar. And you don't have to know my story. And I don't have to know That's your story, right. but we know there's something there. And the thing is, it's like I'll, I've always been humble, mm. no matter what was ever said about me. So yeah. my presentation always was that way. Right. You know, it was always, you know, not how you do it, but. It's, it's always the way you do it. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't like, yo, listen, you got to play my record. I, I never moved like that. Never. Till this you know? day. Never, 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 never. That's that's never been my thing. Um, and this, it was because of that that I was able to create all the relationships that I had mm-hmm. with DJs. See, I was getting my shit played by all the DJs before mm-hmm. I had a record deal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was because I was connecting, hanging out. Vibing and then building those relationships. So I mean, it was a different time then. Mm, so yeah. you know that that was the thing. So it, it's crazy because when I when I when I asked you about getting music, right? I never mm. thought about ever, mm. right? Because I'm a rapper. And I, all, all I could see is yo. I know trans. Yo, here go my new record, mm. and I'm looking for you to play it. Yeah. But I'm not thinking about how many you you just got a hundred new records yeah. from everywhere. Yeah. I never thought about that to tonight yeah. about how many people and because. You know, it's only with so many DJs in the city that got slots, mm-hmm. that got position, mm-hmm. that matters. And as a rapper, you kind of take everything personal. Yeah. You like, Man, this nigga ain't play. I gave him, I gave him this nigga yeah. this shit on Wednesday. It's mm-hmm. Friday. He ain't play my shit. 
Yo, you know what's crazy? I, f- I feel bad sometimes because I, I sometimes I just forget. Crazy. DJs are like A&R. Sometimes I just forget because, yeah. like, I literally, like, I might be coming from five different things and I'm like, man, I'm running late for the radio. I got to get up there. Damn, I ain't, like, I ain't download no new shit this week. Fuck. And then I come upstairs and I'm like, all right, well, here's a list, right? Here's a list and then here's a list of records that we could play. That, that, that collectively as, as a group we want to try to break. These are the ones I don't fuck with. These are the ones I like. So I'm going to just not even look at those. And then there's records that I want to play that are hot in the club that I'm not really supposed to play on the radio, but I get away with a lot of shit right. because I'm Bobby Trent. Right. right. So I play those because I got to be hot on the radio too. Right. I got I to gotta attend to a couple different people. The people that fuck with me in the club, the people that listen to the radio, which is two different types two different of people. World. Right. Then my friends or people that I'm trying to help out or people that I'm like really trying to break. You know what I'm saying? So like, and mind you, I'm on the radio. I DJ once a week on the radio for three hours. I'm not on five days a week. Mm. So for the DJs that's on five days a week, they got a lot more time to be able to take care of people. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I got three hours on a Friday night, which is a powerful slot. Saturday, I'm on the radio as a jock. I'm just talking and giving away prizes and saying what the weather's like. You know what I'm saying? Like. (laughs) In between program music that right, I can't control. Right, right, right. And then right. on mixed weekends, now on mixed weekends, I got more time. So on a mixed weekend, for people that don't understand, a mixed weekend is a holiday weekend, just like just past President's Weekend, we was on uh, not the 97 hour. 97, like, right. All DJs, right. yeah. Right. So now I got my Friday show. Now my Saturday, I'm on from 12 to 3 in the morning. Then I got a Sunday, 2 to 6. So now I got more time. That's the best time to try to get DJs to break the music because now it's more mixed show, oh, more mixes. Man. So so for everybody trying to get their records broken on radio, that's the best time to hit the DJs. That's dope to explain how to navigate that, though, because I think yeah. people really think that, like, DJs are unreachable, like, they have this list, and that's all it is yeah. these days, and, you know, it's all politics. But, but and- don't get it messed up, too. Like, it's hard to play those records on the radio. Some of the DJs, if they do that, they're never going to get on that radio again. Right. right. Uh, somebody like me, I got some leeway. I got time in, and they respect my decisions on what I play, and then they'll ask me, What's that record you played? You know what I'm saying? There's times that I play records that became the biggest records ever. And I will get a call when I play. It's like, yo, don't play that again. It's not on the radio and it's not a good record. And then the record became diamond. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Because I have a great ear. My ear has not lied. Has right. not lied. I'm 99.9% on point with the records that in New York City that I said was going to be the biggest records ever. Let me, let me ask you. New York City hip hop mm-hmm. right now. Yep. What you think about it? Um, in terms of what? Um, it was a time when they kept saying New York City was dead. Yeah. Do you still feel that way? No. I don't think it ever died. I just think that it had uh was being overshadowed by um by other regions, I think. You know, I think that um you know, music never dies, period. Well, it was a time when when um our artists wasn't as prominent yeah. nationally. As they as they used to be, right? In in the times of uh, Hove and Nas and stuff yeah. like that, you know. Um, I'm gonna tell you something about mm-hmm. that side. What I feel about that, um, I think that the club scene is very important. I know the club scene is very important. I know that I wasn't around for like the Biggie, right, right, right. Like I was around for a little bit of Jay Z. I was around for Biggie or Kim mm-hmm. or any of that. Right. Kim later, but she's she's still right. here. But um, when there was the tunnel, I came in. I came into the game at the like the 
end, end, of the, end of the tunnel. So I got to see some, see some of that. I got to DJ at speed. You know what I'm saying? I DJ that Cheetah. I DJ that Envy. That's I DJ right. at some of the most legendary clubs ever in New York right, City, right. in the country that's right. in New York City. At that time, Jay-Z would come to the club. Bleak would come to the club. Um, whoever the big producers at the time would come to the club. You see Mob Deep in the club. You see Nas in the mm. club. You see whoever Nas's people were, whoever Mob Deep's people was, you would see, um, you would see Joe, you would see Pun, you would see all like this whole community of oh, New, York. Right, New York. So think about it, right? If you're in Brooklyn, right, this is pre-social media. If you're in Brooklyn, you're not looking on Instagram to find out where the party's at. Mm -hmm. How do you find out where the party's at? Word of mouth. Word of mouth. So it's like, where's Jay gonna be at tonight? I don't know, call Bleak, ask Bleak. Whoever his man's was, call him. So now you got 50 people coming for him and 50 people coming for the next rapper. Now you got every like borough mm -hmm. in the club with their people. Mm. Right, because there were clubs to go to. Right, right, and there was enough rappers that had these big followings. Right, clubs started to close. Um, a lot of those rappers weren't making music anymore. They still make music, but I just think they they just developed and evolved into different different things. I remember when I first started going to Atlanta, mm -hmm. like to go DJ or whatever. And all the Atlanta rappers it was Jeezy, it was mm -hmm. it was uh, T.I., it was whoever like was big in the South, Ludacris. It looked like how New York used to look. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like the clubs were there and all the rappers were all in the building at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember at one time there was a there was a there was a time in New York where the clubs weren't the same and I would see you. Mm -hmm. I would see Jim sometimes. Mm -hmm. I would see Cafe sometimes. I would see Uncle Murder sometimes. Mm -hmm. Jay-Z wouldn't come out no more. Right. Jay-Z was going right. everywhere else. So, so well. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody who was already like was, over here, right. they wasn't they, coming to hang out no more. Nah, they, they had so, shifted. So, so, it, so it was different. And then I, I also feel like back in the day, you had to go to a studio to make music, right? Or you mm -hmm. had to really know how to set shit up in your crib. Mm -hmm. Now anybody can set up anywhere and make music, right? Anybody's a rapper. So now the rapper that was popular from your neighborhood, he, his block might fuck with him, but then there was another rapper down the street, and now the block got kind of like, it got, it got like um, divided. Mm -hmm. So now there's way more rappers than there used to be. Way right? More, right. So like, there's times that I would be in Brooklyn, and I would play music from a Brooklyn artist, and I'm just like, why the Brooklyn crowd ain't fucking with that artist I'm, that I'm trying to break? Oh, because they want their man to come up and they don't really care about that guy because they want their man to come up. Mm. You understand? Mm. You understand what I'm trying to say? It's, it's divided because everybody's a rapper and everybody right. got their own person to, uh, to support. Does all this right? make sense? Yeah, everybody wants to be yeah, the No, right. The... I follow you. So what it is is everybody's a rapper now, right? With social, Not social media, but technology made it to the point where it's like, it's so easy to just make music. Yeah. You can, it used to be a time when you can... You had to make music. You had to go to the studio mm -hmm. and make the music. And if you and to put the music out, you had to you had to be yeah. good. You had yeah. to be chosen yeah. because you just couldn't put music out on your own. I've like heard that. so much good music mm -hmm. from rappers that still want pop because everybody's rooting for the other man. Well, I think and now that and, and it's not and it's not just because of that. No, nah, it's not it's because sometimes you just gotta have that song. 
Well, but sometimes and you can have no support system, right? But now, now, and the stars are aligned somehow, and that shit just shoots out of here. But some since then, since the internet and since music now probably is is more is broken more on the internet. I think it's about numbers now. Mm. So sometimes, yeah. sometimes it could be something that somebody does in a video that makes the video mm. go viral. Mm. Now, does that mean? That that was a dope artist. Did mm-hmm. that mean it was a great song? That's a very sketchy line right there because yep. things that go viral does not automatically mean that it's good. Right, right. But the industry now chases behind the numbers. Yep. Then you might have an artist that is really like a dope artist that really can sing or mm-hmm. really can do whatever and may not have those numbers, yep. may not be doing something in the video that, that brings virality to it. So And things change every day. Right. So like, say like you had like, say Bobby Shmurda, mm-hmm. when he had Hot Boy. Mm-hmm. Vine was a big deal with his with that video that went viral when he threw the hat up and it never right. came down. Right. That shit still ain't come down. Right, right? still to this day. <laughs> still to this day. Right. But then like, say like Fetty Wap, he mm-hmm. broke on SoundCloud, mm-hmm. right? He had all his music up on SoundCloud, mm-hmm. and the shit got so crazy, he had to start taking the music down because he felt like he wasn't going to make money off of it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, people break in different ways. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, what's like sometimes you just got to just try everything you could try. You know, like, it, look, if you're going hard and you're trying everything you could do, then I got so much respect for you. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, there's some people that want to give in. And, like, there's some people that just think that they could just pay their way on to radio. And that it's gonna help them get to a certain place. I, I tell people like, why would you pay me to play your music? I'm on once a week, right? People come approach you to pay yeah, you. all the time. You don't take no, no money from me. It don't, it don't make no sense to me. If I was to take money, my whole show would sound like mm. a free for all, right. and I gotta stay hot. So if I'm gonna do that, I'm shooting myself in the foot. Now, if I had a show dedicated to that, sure. Then now, I'm, now I could play music from. A bunch of artists and do what I gotta do because they're gonna expect that. But the show that I have, people don't expect me to play new music all day. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm on Friday night in New York City, seven to ten o'clock. People in their car, they, they want to hear their shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's unfortunate. It's just like, you know, it could be the, it could be sometimes it'd be the biggest record in the club, right? And somebody might be playing on the radio. I'm like, oh, that's my shit, and I'm listening to it. And then my girl might be in the car. She be like, change that. I don't know what that is. I'm like, this is the biggest record in the club. She's like, I don't be in the clubs. So I don't know. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So she's a good gauge of like the average listener. The average listener. So it's like that. That's why this shit get turned. Mm. People that go to the club only make up 10% of the listeners on the radio. There's 90% of the people that don't go to the club. Radio's you, about familiarity. Do you, do you think radio still breaks music? Um, it helps. It I think. Break it I anymore. think not. I think it puts the cherry on top. The cherry on top. You got to have other things yeah. going on. It's still a moment. So yeah, we, it's still a we, moment. Where do you think music is broken now? It's digital. Digital. It's digital in the street. Digital in the street. Because the street decides. To me, I, look, this is my my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you got digital and you got the street, then you got it. Mm. You got radio. That's a plus. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But if you got digital and the street, then you probably gonna be on the radio. New York City hip hop again, right? Mm-hmm. All the rappers, you know, you watch it evolve. Mm-hmm. You feel like uh, the music is in a good space right now. I think so, but it's, it's still still room for growth. Drill rap, yeah. Drill music. Mm-hmm. Where you at with that? I rock with it. I think that um, I'm not with the violence, right? Um, 
I'm gonna tell you something. I, I, re, I in the past years, I've removed myself from a lot of negativity. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's times that I listen to music, and sometimes I might not even know that somebody getting at somebody. I just rock with it because I'm just like, man, that shit feel good to me. I don't know what it is. Something about, mm-hmm. and then somebody might tell me like, yo, man, with some, such and such beef with such and such. I'm like, I, I don't know either of them, so I don't really know what's going on. But right. I play this you shit in the spot, the and everybody go crazy. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like, but if somebody was to say to me. Yo, man, like, this is really going to endanger somebody's life. Then I'm like, you know what? All right, let me fall back a little bit. Let me, let me, um, but I'm not, I don't be like in the mix like that with that to, right. to, to, to be knowing what's going on like that. Like, I just, like I said, I got my three boys, I got my family, I got my businesses, and I got my DJ shit, and I'm out here getting what I got to go get. The reason why I asked you that, because last week, um, it was a comment made by the new mayor, mm-hmm. right? About, Band and drill music, or that's what the media put out. Yeah. You know that it was it was a statement being made. Um, right after that, I had a conversation with Fabio. He called me and we met up, and we talked. And in the conversation, he was said to me, um, "Man, I wish I could talk to him." Yeah. To the mayor, and I said, "Yo, you know what? I got a relationship over there. Mm-hmm. I had no I saw that right. So yeah. so so, and I'm, and I'm getting somewhere. So I had I had had a." A relationship with Eric Adams prior to him becoming mayor. Mm-hmm. He was the he was the president of Brooklyn. Yeah. All right. So definitely had a relationship over there. So I, I, I felt like, you know what? I thought about it and I said, maybe I could help orchestrate that meeting because there's a lot of talk about drill music, the violence associated with it. But nobody's actually talking to the actual artist that's from that element. Everybody's mm-hmm. talking over them. Everybody's yeah. talking about what should happen, what shouldn't happen. And I thought to myself, okay, what if I could orchestrate a meeting between the mayor and some of the rappers that come from the element? Yeah. So I bought Fabio, I bought B Love, um, Rowdy was supposed to be there. And my my whole thing was, one, I wanted to give the mayor clarity mm-hmm. on what the music was because right. if you getting a false narrative on what yeah. drill music is, yeah. then you're gonna have the wrong solution. Right. Right. First of all, drill music is a sound. Mm-hmm. It's not an action. Right. And I needed to stress that. Right. It's a sound, yeah. right? It's a particular sound. Mm-hmm. You can sing over it, mm-hmm. you can rap over it, whatever. Yeah. Everybody got a car. Some people drive their car different, though. Yeah. Right? Some people more reckless in their yeah. car. Right? Everybody got guns. Some people more reckless, mm-hmm. some people careful. Same thing is, is the music. I could take a beat, you could take the same beat, mm-hmm. you could rap about love, I could rap about my enemies. I can't have a fast car. I can't. <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. Right. Another yeah. person have a fast car and just yeah. be in cruise. Mm. So it's the it's 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 not an action. It's mm. based around the user. Yeah. And we do have an issue with, you know, um some young some some young kids actually speaking on things yeah. that that ultimately, in my opinion, gets them or will get them jammed up. Right. You understand? Mm-hmm. So you know, I seen a lot of comments. Well, why would Maino meet the mayor and all that? Like, who the fuck else I'm gonna meet? The statement came yeah. from him. We gotta have yeah. the conversation. Gotta we gotta address the conversation. Mm. You know, no matter what the opinion is. You know, mm. uh, 
And my old thing was, it's deeper than the music, right. right? The music is just a manifestation of the lifestyle that's already being lived, mm. right? These kids, a lot of them already gangbanging before they even yep. get, mm -hmm. it's before they even made a rap. Yeah. So even if the plan is to lock everybody up, you still gonna have a problem because as long as we still have ghettos and communities underprivileged, we always gonna produce what criminals, gangbangers, killers. We always gonna have that element. We always gonna have that underworld. And no matter if the music cuts off, we always still gonna have violence. Now I think we do have a responsibility to at least. Um, be responsible for ourselves meaning mm -hmm. i can't put with so much shit in the music mm -hmm. because then i'm gonna be telling on myself and then i'm gonna go right. to jail so mm -hmm. let me straighten me out before they straighten me straighten right. me out you yeah, understand they watching of course so you know and and it and, and right now they have like a task force of people to actually sit back and watch these videos on live watch and, instagram, and instagram yeah watching all these things listen to the music so you know at, at this point, it's, it's it's about actually being smart, mm -hmm. opposed to just just saying anything and putting mm -hmm. yourself in, in harm's way. Because mm -hmm. what we ultimately here for, we really here to just what change our lives, get money, change our family lives. That's the real goal. And, and with music, we're supposed to be a, allowed to express ourselves, right? However, which way we want right. to express ourselves, right? Right. But in, even in expressing ourselves, right. There's a line that I don't want to cross that's going to put me in harm's yeah, way. You don't want to hurt law. yourself. Right. That's my saying. Yeah. Why would you do that? Right. So I use myself as an that example. That makes sense. Right. If I go out and get into a, a situation tonight and something happens. You don't have to tell yourself, man. Rap about something else. Right. Right. There you go. And this also, words are powerful. Like, people forget that. I think. But you know what? Like, also, like, you, you, you could be rapping about yourself and, and you think that they didn't know. Or somebody didn't already tell on you, and now you sitting there confirming. I don't it. want it, right, but I don't want to make it easy for them, yeah. and, and and nobody else should. You you know, like like the problem. The problem. I get that, right? So, but the gang war, gang violence has always been here, right? And yeah. my issue is the fact that even if the plan is to lock all gang bangers up in New York City, what's going? That's not going to stop. Mm. The problem, because guess what? Remember what I just said. We still producing criminals and gangbangers. So if this kids that's 11 and 12 years old that's in harm's way. Why? Because they're, they're, they're being, look, looking at street life is attractive to them because they come from broken homes. They come from, you know, underfunded neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. And street life is, is, is about to pull them in. So how do we save them? That's what the initiative should be. Mm -hmm. Prevention better than cure, yeah. right? But we don't never have those conversations and not in a real way because right. these kids don't have nothing. They don't have no opportunities. They don't have nothing to do. And being in the street and being a part of the street become who they are. I was that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? So that's the real conversation. If they really wanted to change something, then we need to start changing. Mm -hmm. and th th we we, right. we got to go to the core of it. Right. You know, people that's criminals already that already took their oath in being a criminal, they understand what they're doing. They and take it, stuff out of our communities, mm -hmm. though, all the time. Like what, what like, right. like you said, like even with the 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 preventing of it, mm -hmm. right? Like you usually have 
after school programs. You mm-hmm. have things for right. the kids to get in into. Yeah. I've right. worked after school programs. Right. I know how much they fight to get funding yeah. or fight to stay open right. and stuff like that because they be so quick to People shut be them down. Yeah, they so quick to shut it down and then the kids don't have nothing this to do just but happened. get in trouble. This just right. happened to one of my homies. His son, he's not, this is the way he, he said it. He said, my son's not a great basketball player, but he wants to play basketball. So I'm going to support that because whatever he wants to do outside of being in the street, that's right. I'm going to keep him off the street. So something happened where there was a fight. And I guess like, a, like around the team or something. And this, and this young man was at the scene of the fight. So everybody's at the scene of the fight. They kicked off the team. Mm. So he was really upset. He said, man, you're not going to kick my son off the team. He ain't do shit. He was mm. just there. So you want my son like there's, there's no option. He says to me, he said, street. there's no programs in my city. Right. In my in my town where I'm at, there's no programs. So this basketball is what I need him in. Right. So why are you gonna do that to him? Why are you gonna put him back out on the street? You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like I think that some the people that are in charge sometimes gotta like sit back and not act off impulse sometimes. I mean everybody's human, people make mistakes. But that father is important because that father spoke up. Right. And, and that father, indeed. and I haven't checked up on him, but he, hopefully he got him back on the team. Right. Because that's the ultimate so issue. There's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of moving parts. So just as much as you can point your fingers at this and say, oh, it's violence, it's violence, it's violence. I mean, we, this is a country that is built on violence that actually still creates, you know, uh, 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 situations for violence to be bred. Mm. You know, we, we breed in violence. So Make money off this, of it. This is, this mm. is, this is what the conversation that, I was having with the mayor. This is what I was expressing to him about the culture, about the music, and about the fact that, you know, when you say, oh, these kids don't, don't care, they have no, no regard for life and, and things like that. And I say, okay, let's think back. Why does he feel like that? Mm-hmm. Why does he have no value? Why does he not see no value in himself? And he don't see no value in himself. He can't see no value in nobody else because he doesn't, he doesn't feel like there's hope. Why? Mm. Why? Yeah. Because the problem is deeper. Mm. He wasn't born this way. He's in a situation that yeah. gave birth to that. Like he, he was made to feel this way. He, he, whether it had been in his own home or whether he stepped out of his house and was in a neighborhood that, that made him feel that way. So, mm. These are the real issues right here that they need things to do. They need hope. They need things to, 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 to stimulate their minds because mm-hmm. just going to school, which doesn't teach you how to really apply yourself to the, in the real world, is not it. They need to be mm-hmm. groomed in tech. They need to see. And they need the, the, to be groomed the, the, in all of the more, things. That more they, mentors. Right. More big homies. Right. Yes. You know, um... Better teachers, somewhere, somewhere to go other than somewhere to go. More options. programs, some right, somewhere to go mm-hmm. other than just you know the option of just going in front of the building. So instead of just shutting off some music, why don't you create a program? Instead of right. shutting off the music, right? You know what right. I'm saying? Like create some some more programs, you know? Right, right, right. I mean, and it's tough because this this times like like I I love to give back, and there's a lot of things that I I want to do to give back. And then sometimes there's not enough hours in a day. We just spoke about that. It's not enough hours in a day to do everything sometimes. So, yeah. so how do you how do you manage your time wisely to be able to 
you know, do these things. So it's just like we're dealing with a lot. One one day at a time, though. Yeah. One day at a time. But, I, you know, I just I just wanted to ask you that. I see a lot of talk, and I just wanted mm -hmm. to, you know, and I didn't, I didn't, I, nobody know what the, the conversation in the room was about, and then I just saw a lot of comments or what people thought the conversation was right. because, you know, um, you know, everybody has an opinion. Everybody's got a viewpoint. Everybody mm -hmm. got a point of view. Mm -hmm. And I commend you for um, for stepping forward and doing that too. You know what I'm saying? Like, thank you because I felt like you took you, you took your your relationship right, and, right, and you, right, and you right. Moved on. Initiative. It was only mm -hmm. right. It was only right. And, I, and and again, and I and I'm standing on that. There's no way in the world you're gonna have a conversation about the 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 the, the actions in and try to determine the future of the New York City DJs without mm -hmm. talking to the DJs. Right. Yeah. Right? Makes sense. There you go. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's, there a good you go. Pers that's a perspective adjustment, honestly. People looking at it like that. I think it's like you allowing people into that space or connecting the dots or bridging the gap is, is a big... It's a big position to play. I've seen people mad at me. Like, why are you talking? What the fuck you talk to the mayor for, nigga? Because people are close-minded. <laughs> because I feel a way about that person. Why? Like, why are you talking to him? But yeah. meanwhile, he's the person who puts things in place. What? Mm -hmm. No, but it was he was the person that made the statement. Who we got it? Like, if you say, "Yo, you gotta get to it." I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm banning New York City DJs. If I say that, then I'm the person to talk to. Yeah. Right. I'm the person talking. I'm the one that made the statement. The mayor made the statement. Mm -hmm. you, no matter what the statement was, whether it was all music, if it was the platforms, whatever the statement was, when we received it, the message felt like, oh, he trying to make a move on the genre. He was the person to talk to. The worst thing ever is if you got an issue with anybody, mm -hmm. just to leave it. You can't do that. So you got to address whoever you got the issue with. You got to go right to the, to the source nigga, and figure out where you stand. 100%. Because it's either we do this, right? And, and we got to get to it now or later. If you don't get to it now, things might get worse by later. 100%. And when I tell these niggas, I say, look, we got two hands. You either, on one hand, either we're going to sit around and huff and puff amongst each other. Or on the other hand, we got an opportunity, right, that we really got a man that we really got, can have access to right now. So we got relationships. Let's use them. Mm -hmm. Let's put these calls in and let's create this dialogue. So yeah. it's either it's either it's either we try to have a conversation and make and create some understanding, or we huffing puffing mm -hmm. with each other. And it's political right. relationships. Yeah, but I mean, we sitting we sitting in the kitchen and be like, man, I don't fuck with this nigga. Fuck the mail. Fuck this and fuck that. We're super disconnected. Is, but, but, but that's not helping nothing. Right. We just we just. You gotta bring him to the kitchen. Bring him to the kitchen. No, he was here. Oh, he was in the kitchen. <laughs> he was here. He came to the kitchen. He came oh to the my kitchen. God. I gotta go back. Yes, he came. That's what I'm saying. Everything. That's what I'm saying. And so a lot of people don't understand it. So before, really? right before he was elected, right, this was after he I won. Did, okay, I did he, see it. He, he won the right. primaries, right? Mm -hmm. And we knew he was going to win. He won the primaries, and then came here the next day. So you gotta bring him back to the kitchen. Yeah, he need to come again. <laughs> you know, so that's what no, I'm saying. A lot of people do feel like he's disconnected. He does probably he need to come back. He need to come back. We need, because because it don't because it doesn't take one meeting. Right. Right. Rome wasn't built in a day. It's not gonna take one meeting. But that, you know, you gotta start from somewhere though. Yeah. Right. So you gotta get on the bike and start mm -hmm. pedaling. Yeah. Whether you can ride or not, you gotta try. So yeah. it just it's just what it is. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, he was he was definitely up here. Crazy. 
It was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, we, and, and it was the same thing up here because they were saying he was bringing back Stop and Frisk. And I was like, yo, nigga. I heard that shit. I was like, that. is you Stop and Frisk, is you on this? And plain clothes and all that. Right. So you know? Things. So, yeah, it's, you know, and that's the, and that's the thing, man. Like, mm. in, in one way or another, right, law enforcement going to be activated in a way where they put more pressure down on our community. So if we understand that and if we smart, we gotta be smart. The only way we're gonna live is if we if if we continue to to develop, right? Mm -hmm. So if I'm saying like all this pressure coming on, I'm like, damn, you know what? I don't wanna keep putting all this real shit in this music. Let me let me just, you know what I mean, to save myself and save my niggas, I ain't gonna put us in harm's way because they really watching us. Mm -hmm. And that would just for me, that would be the smartest thing to do. Yeah. Lifted in the butt. That because that ain't gonna make you less than who you are. You still who you are. Mm. But then that also comes in the development because some people don't give a fuck. Mm. Well, if you don't give a fuck, then guess what? Everything that come with not giving a fuck, yeah, it's gonna get dealt. Just with. accept it. Mm. If you don't give a fuck, everything that come with not giving a fuck, come, just accept yeah. what, what it is. Like it's if, gonna come. if you don't give a fuck, you tell me. You look me in my eyes and say, I don't give a fuck. Cool. I respect that you don't give a fuck. But whatever come with that, if a building fall down, if that come with that, you got to accept that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If 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 them shots is coming. And they don't hit you, they hit your mom. You mm. got to. Let's know, be realistic. That, mm -hmm. everything, everything that come with not giving a fuck, you got to accept. If you, if you, if you uh, basically taking, committed to the street or you committed to whatever certain type of life. Right. If you fully committed. And you say, this the person I am, then you got to respect everything that come with it. Mm -hmm. Period. That's it. And I'm not here to talk you out of that. That's, that's who you is. That's who you is. All I'm saying is, and like I'm telling the mayor, it's like, if, you're, if, you're, uh, if your solution is just to lock niggas up, if you want to lock everybody up, that's still not going to stop the problem. Mm -hmm. That just put a Band-Aid on it. That's it. How do you even, yeah? Give me, give me something, because I'm over here dropping some shit. <laughs> you and Bobby Trent. It was just silent for him. It was yeah. just silent. Give me, yeah. Silent. He needed some noise. For real. Chenz, you've been in the game for a while, and I feel like you, you keep saying, like, you know, that you have kids and things that you care mm -hmm. about. Like, what are some things that you're using your platform to, you know, connect to and make a difference about? Because I've seen you also do, like, fundraisers and barbershop yeah. and all of that. Yeah. So I've done, um just recently, um during the... Uh, during the holiday season, we did like, uh, we fed some kids, you know what I'm saying? We, you know, did the toy drive thing, things like that. Um, I love speaking to kids. So like, um, I've had, I actually have a, a situation that I spoke to somebody about where I was actually thinking about teaching a class. Um, something that, it's like a, a, a sociology class um, slash motivation, mm. you know, um, I, at my old high school. So it's something that I spoke to them a while ago about, but we're reconnecting on it because life happens and you can't get to things right away sometimes. But um, it's an idea that I have about really um, bringing people into a class and telling their success story. Mm. Because like I said, where I grew up at, we there's, have there's, there's your parents are victims or yeah. hard workers. So... I want them to see other people that have, it, it could be a, a police officer, a, a, a fireman, it could be a rapper, it could be a ball player, 
doesn't have to be necessarily the music business. It could be an accountant. Anybody who may have grown up in a similar way that these kids have grown up, and they can actually um, have a conversation. You know, there's times in, in my in my career where I've seen some things where I felt like, why am I here? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, y'all talk to God a lot, so I feel like sometimes, like, damn, man, like, I'm a spiritual person, I pray, and sometimes I feel like I shouldn't be in this business, right? And then I sit there and I think about my purpose, and I'm just like, well, why am I really here? And I feel like God gave me a voice, and he gave me uh, a platform and, and popularity where if I say something to somebody, it might make a difference. And it doesn't have to be a whole class of kids either. It could be just somebody that's around me. It could be um, another DJ that's coming up. And I feel like I have to, like, like Holly, you know, like, you I know, we were, say, we were in the same station. I'm sure that mm-hmm. we've had a conversation at one point where I said, what you doing? I remember what? one specific thing you told me for sure. Mm-hmm. And it just stuck with me because it was like perfect time because I got fired. But um, yeah. <laughs> basically, like, he was just like, Holly, like, you have to understand that. I, I got this far because I'm it. You are it. Like, no matter whether, whether you get it here mm-hmm. or somewhere else, like, you got options. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about your Ciroc situation and mm-hmm. how and eventually you ended up at, with Tennessee mm-hmm. and the whole, like, DJ Khaled thing and mm-hmm. him bringing you on and, like, mm-hmm. how people always say no to you first. And mm-hmm. then it's like, you show them. Yeah. And I think I really, I, that one stuck to me. I was it like, stuck. yeah. I'm, I remember us having a conversation, but that's one of my things. I feel like the way I came up, in the music business, I do have people that have helped me, but I also feel like because because I was blessed, I got passed the blessings forward. So that's one that's one thing I do. I, I have a really good friend, and I was talking to her about how I could do more, and she said, "You already do a lot." And I said, "What you mean?" I said, "I ain't really got nothing. I got some ideas of things I want to do, like like the class thing, right? That hasn't happened yet, but something I spoke about. I actually went to the school, went and tried to figure out how to get the curriculum going and everything, because that's what they told me. Oh, you need a curriculum. I said, I don't know about no damn curriculum. Like, what you talking about, right? (laughs) So all of this stuff, and I still haven't gotten to it. But she's like, don't be so hard on yourself. You don't understand. You give back every day. You speak to people in a way that makes a difference. Mm -hmm. And and it's funny, because we're talking, because I I have a thing where I'm at, if I'm at the radio station, I see somebody coming up, I, I have to speak to them. Mm. Because I was in their shoes before, and I have to say to them, "What is? What's your plan? What is it that you're trying to do?" Like, you know, then they might open up and say something crazy and be like, "I'm going through this. I'm going through that." I'm like, "Oh man, I'm sorry, you're going through that. Maybe you should just do this. Maybe you should do that. Maybe I could help you. Maybe I could put you with somebody." I just feel like I have to pass the blessing forward. You know mm. what I'm saying? Because I, I I've been blessed. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so that's that's the least that anybody could do. That's coming up. At least if if you if you if you're taught, you have to teach. Yeah. If not, it's an oh. injustice. Yeah, bring that on. Bring that on. Yeah, <laughs> she, she, she reminded me of something. Khaled, you was you was at one point part yeah. of uh, we the best. Yeah, still, still part of the family. Of yeah. So you got like a um, what, what was it, your position? There was there was a there was a deal at one point. Um, mm. it was more like a like an ambassadorship. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like so, um, Khaled, I've known Khaled for a very long time, right. and I've seen him from. Almost of his, not his beginning, but, you know, part of his beginning to where he's at now. And he saw me create my Shake the Block brand. He saw it coming. And he was just like, man, man, you go hard with your Shake the Block shit. Like, I want you to represent we the best, like how you represent Shake the Block. I was like, what does that mean? And we sat and we had a dinner. And he was just like, hey, man, I I really want you to, like, just rep it. He was like, whatever you could make from it. If you want to make music, you can make music. If you want to be an A&R, you can be an A&R. If you want to be a producer, be a producer. 
Right now, I just want you to wear that wear that logo for me. Mm. So we did that, and you know, um, and and it was cool. You know, what I'm saying I learned a lot from it. Um, a lot of people were expecting me to make music like off the bat, like, mm. but you know, I I wasn't ready for it. You know, what I'm saying I think timing is everything. Um, my Shake the Block brand has become something so big; um, it's a staple. You know, what I'm saying like when you see it, you know what it sound like. Right. When you hear it, you know what it looks like. Right? It's like it's like when you look at the Pepsi dot. It don't gotta say Pepsi. When you see the see dot, the you dot, know it's no. Pepsi, right? right? And it could be this small, and you know right, what it is. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like how how many logos you know got a sound? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I th I think what well, um Microsoft, right? They got a sound, right? Mm. Apple, I think got a sound. Who else got a sound? What other logos got a sound? So I think Coca Cola got the psh when they open the mm. can, right? McDonald's. So like so I. Right, so so I know I got something. Right, so I know I got something, and 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 it was something organic. It wasn't something that I was like trying to like create that wasn't real. It's something. It was something real, something organic. And and in my history in this music, I've been in a lot of studios with a lot of artists, and I've I want to say that I've assisted a lot of artists also um, behind the scenes, um, picking music. You know, just like. Just being insane. Like I'm one of the people. If you if you ask me about a song, what you think that like you know I do it behind doors. I don't really like that song. I like this one, and I've gotten into arguments with artists. Like they be like, "Hey man, what?" I've told I've told some artists, "Man, stop doing this." And be like, "Why you want me to stop doing that?" I just don't. I don't. My my opinion. I don't think that's the right thing. I think you need to do that. And I'm always gonna be truthful. That's just mm. me. Like I have to tell the truth. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's just that's just me. So. Through all of that, I feel like I've, I know that I've gained so much experience that I finally have created my own label. So I have Shake the Blood Music. I have my first artist, his name is Rich Lex. He's from Tampa, Florida. Now, why did I go to Tampa, Florida? Why I ain't do New York? Did, you, right? did somebody say that to you? I'm sure somebody thinking it. Anybody <laughs> <laughs> say it to me, but I just know like people probably just expect it because right. I'm, I'm a New York brand. And um, I've tried with different New York artists low key. Who? Um, people that nobody really knows. Who? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, who did you try to break here? Like, like from no, no, it, no. It wasn't. It was, I didn't try to break anybody. I tried to work and make music, mm. and try to figure out how we can get to the breaking part. Oh, but okay. things don't always right, right. work. So you know what I'm saying? Like, I still got love for everybody that I've I've, I've tried with, um, but then something came, and that I really feel is the right next big thing, um, and I'm working on it in that market. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not necessarily right, trying, trying to, to do it oh, here. Okay, I'm doing okay. it out there. You know what right. I'm saying? And and I really feel like since I've made it public, that Shake the Block music. Now, see, you look at the logo, you see the Shake the Block, you don't mm. see the music, but the mm. logo has added the music under it. And I've said it on social media. Now I feel that you ask me, how much music do I get? Mm -hmm. I get a lot of music. And a lot of the music isn't particularly the music that I care for. Right. And I, and I don't even listen to everything. So I probably miss some really good shit. Mm -hmm. But I feel like since I've made it public, I've been getting a different quality music that actually makes me feel good. Right. Um, I want to say like just a better quality, more experienced, like people who really like, I guess, have worked on their craft and now are taking me serious. Right. So now they want to present their music to me because they feel like I got something that could help them. So I have some other artists that I'm not going to announce yet. Okay. That are def work, definitely from the boroughs. You work. You working with a, and this is a girl that I known for years. Uh, Blue Diamond. Yeah, yeah. that's my homie. That's my sister. I love her. Yeah, shout out to uh, Blue Diamond. Yeah, yeah. 
Shout out to all the Shake the Block DJs. Yeah. Yeah. Dope, dope, dope. I just just don't have nothing to do with nothing. I just, mm-hmm. it's just something that's just random. Really bothering me. Random. Bro, the socks just really bothering me. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking socks. It's really bothering me. Like, go I, I can't focus with the socks, bro. <laughs> the you got the mismatch socks. Yeah, and his foot is just. What happened to it? Yo, what I don't understand this shit, bro. Like, I, I looked mean, over there like four times, I ain't gonna hold you, but I, 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 have, I have a problem bro. with it. It's just I like just something. Like, me. I don't like why you. Like, why is it there? Like, <laughs> it's good luck. It's not good. It's luck. okay, man. <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. It just took me out of my zone just now. It's just crazy. Somebody get me a drink. You need a drink. Yeah, what happened to the to the thing over here? To the uh, to the mus- Moscato. Yeah. You took some of it, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I didn't ask you to do that. Sharon is caring. This is crazy. All right, man. Well, I'm, I'm sorry about that, trans man. I just <laughs> shake the block music. Shake the block. We got Rich Lex from Tampa. The new singles out right now. It's called shake Crown Royal. Let, let me, mm-hmm. let me, let me ask shake you the block. question. Shake the socks. Shake the socks. <laughs> DJing, right? Um, there's always been this argument about DJing radio. Mm-hmm. You know, we always gonna have. Well, a rapper and a DJ is always gonna have a, a different perspective mm-hmm. in in life. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the to the music and what's hot, what means something, what's mm-hmm. relevant, all that, right? So there's always been this argument of who needs to be on the radio, who need, who not who not needs to be on the radio, right? Mm-hmm. So this this thing where people, people argue about that stuff. Yeah, like well, my flex don't need to be on the radio. He old, like why he mm-hmm. still on the radio? Like, is that really a thing? Like, is there is there is there a time limit on? On what should be done. I, I feel like most of the time when people say things like that, it's because right. they're not getting something that they need from that person. Yeah, that's 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 exactly what what yeah. it is, right? Yeah. So that's exactly what it is. But that's is that a real thing though? Like, do you get to a point where you say, "Well, I'm this amount old. Nah. I need." To- I, th- I think as long as as long as you're still making a difference, mm. um, you're influential, mm. you're standing for something, right? Um, all of that. Is making a difference, you know what I'm saying? Like so, and and there's a business side to it also. If you're still number one, then why are they gonna let you go? Fucking Flex right. been number one forever. He's still he gonna stay number one. I ask, people ask Flex all the time, "When you gonna leave?" He's like, "I'm not going nowhere. You got to drag me out of here." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So and if you still make money off it, then that's it. It's not the Flex, so man. Passionate too. Like, oh no, he loves ra- Flex. Loves, Flex loves radio. Yeah, Flex he loves loves, it. And and, loves and it. anybody getting his way. He, he gonna try you. Mow, he gonna try mow you down. This is what it is. He, Flex one of the realest. People get Flex fucked up, man. People get Flex fucked up. I know him on a personal basis. That's my brother. Right. And listen, a lot comes with me being Flex family. Right. There's people that might look at me funny because I be with Flex, and right. some people that love me because I be with Flex. There's people that hate Flex because I love Flex. There's people that hate Flex that still listen to Flex. You hate Flex but still know everything that he doing. What does right. say? Of course, I mean that's you know mostly how people hate do. It's crazy. They watch you the most. Yeah, man. Listen. You 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 beefing with any other DJs? Me? Yeah. Damn. Like, <laughs> straightforward. Listen, like, there's a there's a lot of old Bobby trends that ain't here no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I haven't, I, I haven't gone to a fist fight in the club in a long time because 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 now I know how to talk. Right. I've I've grown up. Right. I'm a grown man. I'm a gentleman. I know how to say. Listen, my brother. Not today, man. I'm sorry, man. You know what I'm saying? Like. 
We don't got, we don't got to get crazy. <laughs> I was like, you sound really upset. You got to stop spitting, old man. Like, I'm sorry, man. Like, Love and life. You, want, you, need a, you need a drink? You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't about no issues. I don't want no problems with nobody. I'm about love. <laughs> right now, that's it, man. I don't want no problems with nobody. I, I, I definitely have come a long way, man. Like, mm. I, you've come a long way. Yeah. You come a long way, man. Very like, well, listen, way. we not. Yeah. I was gonna say something crazy, but I could say it. <laughs> say Listen, it. people don't get good. people yeah, don't gotta get tied up, man. Yeah, they, they don't gotta get tied up. <laughs> they don't gotta get tied up, man. Listen, we can just talk came, our way out of things nowadays. Came a long way, but you know that's life. Like, but that's what life, though, right? Life, yeah, that's we what life, we learn. Guess what? Because then we wouldn't be here right now. That's right. Right. The that's strong right. survive, and, that, yeah. and that's not just being tough. You gotta be tough, tough, tough with your words and your heart. Right. And you gotta be smart because the people that didn't evolve are not here right now. That's a fact. You know, unfortunately. Um, thank you, bro. I, I appreciate you. For, I appreciate for, you too, for, man. I knew this was gonna be good, man. Nah, definitely, man. I think we 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 talked about a lot of good stuff, man, and it, not just not just bullshit. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. It, it's much needed, and I think, um, especially when we talk about you know New York City and the climate and um, rappers and DJs mm -hmm. and the club. Let me ask one more question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> The club, because mm -hmm. I was a nigga that was in the club. Is the club mm -hmm. the, the New York City club life don't feel the same no more? No. What happened? It don't you? feel the same to us because we was there before. Right. But, but to the people that's there, they don't know right, the difference, so right, it's still right, good to right, them. Right, 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 right. I was just having a conversation the other day, and I was just like, I don't, I don't come out to the clubs like I used to no more. Man, you still be in the club. Stop, man. Nah. I see you well, in the after hours. I nah, see you in the legal nah. spots. I see you in the underground parties. Minute, I see you, bro. I, I see you in a lot of places, man. Come on, not, stop it. Not in a long time, though. It's, it's, been, it's been a couple of... <laughs> think about it. You haven't seen me in a club, Trans. Think about it. It's been COVID. Come mm -mm. on, man. Stop. Been, it was COVID. It's COVID for... Nah, listen. I ain't been... I've been... Since, since Stall has been open, I've only been there twice. Mm. Man. I purposely felt started to fall back. Yeah. Why yeah. purposely? Because for one, it's like I started to feel like, man, I'm I'm, I'm it's the same clubs since forever. Mm. How many times you gonna keep doing the same thing? Then it's like, as a as a brand, right? And I, as I was able to push reset on certain things in my mm. career, as a brand, mm. I, I feel like your value. You want to be you, you want to be as accessible. Right. Yeah. So accessible, always, and that was me, always in the club, mm -hmm. always out. See what you just said, yeah. because it felt like second nature. I always see Mano, mm -hmm. but you really haven't been seeing me lately like that. Mm -hmm. You seen me at the, at the, I think at the heavy hitter party. Mm -hmm. It wasn't there. Mm -hmm. I seen you somewhere recently, but it wasn't. It wasn't I've like just no, seen you a couple places. It wasn't. I nah. seen you a couple places, man. <laughs> no, Stop man. it, man. Yeah, I haven't been. That was no last club. week, man. <laughs> I haven't been out like that. I'm telling you. you just work, you've been working really hard all week, so I feel like it was a long time. That shit should feel like two months. Nah, it was last week, man. Nah, Stop been it, a, man. It's been a minute, though. Look, Starlet's been open. Starlet's been open. And then you know I love Starlet's. You know I love Starlet's. He's whistling on you. No, listen. You know I love Starlet's. You know I, I was in that locker room. Love the heavy. In that locker room. Oh, my God. You was in the locker room? You heavy. That black wow. room, legendary. That locker room. Man. There's mirrors in there, all types of shit. It's great. Yeah. So listen. I don't be down there, though. Two, uh, <laughs> two, but you know it's down there. <laughs> two times since it's been open. Two times. What? That's it. So I'm, I'm there. Um, 
I think like in two weeks. You come I won't be. I ain't coming out. Come on, man. I'm not. What's the problem? It's I'll the be, face I'll for be me to try not to smile. I, I, ain't, I ain't been out. Nah, but this. But look, <laughs> it's the, you got you got to pick your poison, man. I think you just got to know which parties to go to. Don't go out every night. Just go. Just go when you know. Like, don't go out just because you feel like going out, That's man. That's the issue. And I, I would go out any, all the time because I felt like that was what I needed to do. Right, and then that, like what I'm saying is that you 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 become so accessible. Well, that I seen it's you at the, I seen you at Jim Jones at the um at what the hear the thing in um at Stafford room. That's it. That's the right. That's it. That don't count. That's not a party party. That's a specific. That was that was, that was right. That was industry. Right. That's not specific. That's specific. That's not nightlife. You haven't seen me in a minute. We used to always run into each other, yeah. especially uptown. You know, I like being in Dykeman. Yeah. I know you yeah. and all that. I know yeah, you like, I know was, you like Dykeman. Yeah, you know I like yeah. Dykeman. Yeah. Dominican man. I'm like, come on, man. Dominican man. I'd be like, yo, old, old, yo, I'd be sending messages to the DJ booth. Ozuna, play all Elfa Sunday. Yeah, let's go. Mano had, Mano yeah. had some pointy shoes on one day with no socks. <laughs> Should have yeah. seen them. Yeah. Did he have on a button, button down with his with shirt out? All of that. All that. Yeah. All that. You know me. You know me. You know me. No t-shirt, no tank top underneath. Flagrant. Flagrant. Violation. Disrespectful. Yep, that is the perfect word. I feel like the um New York City downtown um parties are starting to come back somewhat. Which what's what's the spot? I like um I like Harbor. I like um Harbor's Rosewood. Right. I ain't been to Rosewood. So. Uh there's a couple other I, and I haven't gone to a lot of them either. I still be like in the boroughs and right. in Jersey and stuff like that. Like Jersey big right now, like you know, barcode big. I'm I sure been you been to barcode. When was the last time you in the barcode? Last year. <laughs> Last year was two months ago, man. <laughs> last right. summer. You, you hear this guy? Last, last summer, nigga. Tell you know summer. somebody's you, lying when they you, start yawning. You, you, you was there like December. <laughs> I haven't been to Barcode since August. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Six months. You got to start from somewhere. <laughs> You're doing good. So when niggas say, yo, I ain't been doing something, you're like, you ain't been doing it for six months. You got to start from somewhere. Six months turns into a year after a while, right? Think well, look, man, you got. I'm not saying I could, but I'm just saying. You got, I'm you got this. Right now. You got this big lobby boy record out. You need to be in the clubs. Yeah. Moving and shaking. See, Moving that's and the shaking thing. with them. Do, do, do I actually have to be? You don't have to be, but it's a plus. You want exclusivity? Is exclusivity. Is it really a plus though? Because that's what I was told. No, per, listen, partic particular place. Let me tell you what happened to me. Let me tell you how I fucked my life up. You <laughs> fucked your life up. Let me tell you what I fucked. I'm gonna tell you what summer was this. Mm. I want to say this is 2012, 2013. I had a record. It was me, Yo Gotti, and um and Trina. I had a song called One Bad Bitch. Mm. Right? All I need is one bad, one bad bitch. And the, and the DJ said, Yo, listen, you need to go out every day mm. for 30 days. So I said, Bet, when I get off the road, I'm going out every day. For 30 days. Once I got on that, I was out for the whole summer. I didn't go to the studio. I fucked my whole life. I was high. I was losing my mind. So what you saying is. I was indictment. I fucked the greenhouse was still open. Whip was still open. It was, uh, 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 um, what's the shit that was on, on Gansavoy? Um, Griffin was open. Damn. Oh my God. God, you remember this? What? Mm, Every yeah. day that no, summer was, was bad. He was definitely outside. That was a bad summer, man. Sweating. 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 That was a bad place. I was introduced to Molly. Oh, my God. That means you were extra sweating. That was bad. I was super sweating. 
put, it was bad. It was really bad. Bobby it was, yes, it was bad. I was, it was, uh, what I, that was uh, my excuse for being out. Like, I gotta uh, work my record. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta work my record. Yo, come on, we gotta go out. We gotta work, we gotta work our record. Nah. It's crazy. Listen, it, it, I did a deal with a, uh, <laughs> listen, check this back then. So, you remember when he came out with the hookah pens, right? Mm. So I had to deal with the, with a uh, with a company that did the hookah pens. I was supposed to sell a a, a certain amount. They sent me a whole like boxes and them shits. You use them. Smoke every. <laughs> we was going out every day. I was working the record. That was my excuse. But I I got so caught up in the life. So who gave the box of mollies? Because that's crazy. Yo, you know what? <laughs> who told you to take all the mollies? The mo I, You're not supposed to say who gave the money. No, 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 man. Don't say who gave it to me, but I'm gonna say this though. I was just saying, like, I was in fuck? Miami the first time. That, it was an era. The first time yeah, that happened. I wasn't part of that era. I had no mollies, man. No, that's all right. It's good. I'm gonna be honest. Listen, listen, listen. This you is my back. truth, nigga. This is truth. Look at your truth. truth. This is my truth, nigga. No, Why are you niggering me? I'm, I'm with you. No, at the end of the day, I gotta, I gotta be honest, hmm. right? This was the era. The first time, I, the first time I, I, I experimented with that, I was in Miami. <laughs> And I'm, whoa, shit, yo, we got a, yo, we got a flight at six in the morning. Fuck that flight. <laughs> what? Yeah. Fuck that flight. I love that. I love that. Reckless. Fuck that flight. Fuck that flight. You ain't give a fuck about nothing. Mm. Fuck that flight. <laughs> how, how about how about we don't even get return flights? What we, you mean? We just get a one way. Oh, yeah, all Figure the time. Yeah. Hey, 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 golf. You, you, Shout out to Jeff. You, you was oh, around one, me. One way, Jeff. Sort of. <laughs> On a, on a, on sorta. Kinda. When I was get, coming off of this era, yes. right? When I was getting out of that era, and it was very rocky, right? So, <laughs> 2019, it was, was a bad summer. <laughs> That's some crazy. Oh man, nah. Listen, man. Did Rick curse you out a lot? Did what? Did Rick curse you out a lot? He used to have this dude, right? That used to meet me in a club, mm. and he would come get me right, mm. right? He would get come meet right. me. Yeah, he would come meet mm -hmm. me. Give you a fix. First of all, I was, you act like I was a drug addict. I'm just Molly. You. Just Molly. Yeah. I'm, How many Molly's you was taking in the night? Nah, I never did Molly every day. Mm. I did it sometimes, mm. right? Only in, when I was partying. Mm -hmm. Which we was partying every day, but I didn't take it every day, right? So <laughs> it was okay. I'm being no listen, you, you said, laugh it, you at said my, it was 30 days straight and then it was all right. summer. It was That's a, what you just said. Right, but I wasn't okay. doing Molly 30 day every day. Uh -oh. Right? I didn't do that every day. Oh. I did oh. that occasionally, right? But mm. when I did it, it was woo, man. So you Ooh, had man. this one guy who used to get you right. Every time Rick would see him, he would be he'd stand in front of him and be like, yo, don't even come over here, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Good friend. Yeah. I love Rick. Shout friend. out to Rick. And I would like see him and get happy. <laughs> like, yo, what up? You good? He'd be like, I'm good. Yo, what up? yo, hit me. <laughs> and Rick be like, yeah, all right, nigga. Rick starts seeing me licking my lips. Nah. <laughs> he know. The licking fuck? my lips. Yeah, because that shit, boy, you be start licking your lips. Be like, mm -hmm. Start. Look at everybody's face. They're like, well, glad that's over. Oh <laughs> Everyone's face is the same, right? That's this even out of control. I'm telling, I'm telling I don't I don't do no drugs, right? But I'm telling you what first of all, let me tell you, I don't smoke weed. I never experimented with drugs. I never did coke. I never I never did no uh, you never smoke weed? 
Nah, I don't smoke weed. Mm-hmm. I don't do no drugs. You tried it before. I'm saying, of course, everybody mm-hmm. tried weed, mm-hmm. but it's not my thing. Right? Okay. The, the closest I came to, to that is just doing edibles every now and then, and that always went bad. <laughs> right? But the only thing I ever did occasionally was that. Fuck weed. I'm gonna take a Molly. Yeah, that was Damn. something serious. It's really extreme, like that's big jumps. Yeah. It, was, it was, it was, it was, but it was an era at that time when it was, I, it was. Oh man, I want a song with him. I'm gonna be honest with you though. Talk I feel like Molly. I feel like there's some stories you want to tell. You, no, I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you a story though. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna so tell you. Like I want to hear the story. I'm gonna tell you like this though. <laughs> tell the story. And, and and I'm not here. I'm not promoting drug use or whatever but I'm I'm living my truth and I'm saying mm-hmm. that my, I've been I've been on a journey in life and I've had my ups and I've had my downs I've been low I've been high that's just what it is I'm a, I'm a man I'm flawed you know I'm I'm a, I'm a king but I've I've got certain things that I've done you understand mm-hmm. so I'm just telling my my story right one time I was at a party and I went to the bathroom. It was at a party. It was all white girls. I went to the party and white girls to get you going. Um, Pink toe. We had some, they had some Molly and it was like, all right, cool. Boom. We like licking it off each other's hands. Oh I'm like, oh, get We got, it was crazy. All right, we're going back. We're going back. We drove back to Jersey. I mean, it had to be me and my homie and maybe about seven, eight girls. Man, my nigga, that, that was a Sunday. It's like a good night. All I remember is we was up all the way through Monday Monday afternoon up into Monday evening. At some point in the day, we was on a boat. <laughs> but like a... What? Early morning boat party? Rowing, though. Rowing? <laughs> on the Hudson? Rowing yeah. on a fucking boat. I, you know don't know what I don't understand who I did this was. Like somebody said, oh, just get on the boat. Just get on the boat. You just remember being I thought you were talking about a yacht or some I, shit. Hell no. You we was on a boat rowing. Like, this is what I'm saying. On a rowboat. When you so high, right? When you high and you're doing wrong, this is what happens. You end up on boats with white women rowing. We was like in a canoe or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was crazy. Might have been a kayak or something. Kayaks, whatever it was, it was, it wasn't your regular boat. It was not a motor. (laughs) Did you experience a lot of like crazy shit just DJing? Me? Yeah. What you mean? Like you in got the clubs. Like I know you got stories. I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know nothing. I, I mean, you know, there was times where I wasn't married from before. There was times after I got divorced, and there was some times in between. So Let yeah, me ask a couple you a question though, because you married now, you don't have to answer this question. But I just want to, I just want to be honest with you. And I want you to be honest mm. with me because here's something that mm. I never real, I never, I don't, I don't think DJs get pussy. Oh. No, nah, we no, we don't get pussy. No, no, I'm saying I know you you can't yeah. answer that, but I don't think I never knew like a woman that be like I want to fuck this DJ nigga. Like I don't I, is that? No, no listen, this, this is what I tell my girl. Right, I'm not married, but I got my 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 lady at home. We might as well be married. We got kids. We live in the house together. Right. I tell her, look at my DMs. Oh, so DJs get pussy. I tell her, so I want you to see what's in my DM, so you can understand what's going on, so that you can you know what I'm saying do what you gotta do because I'm I. Hot out here. See, I don't see, but it's a lot of DJs, and I'm not sure if. Well, you know, I'm handsome. Me, though. Me, I'm handsome. I'm handsome. Before I was a DJ, so, I was handsome. Before I was a DJ, okay. so I so I, my, okay. so when there was no you. DMs, my DMs were still hot. 
There no was matter. no DMs. No matter. People who whatever it was. When people, used, when people used to slide you a piece of paper, they used to slide me the paper. Why do you feel that way? I, I just I've never because they're not the rappers or they're not no, the artists. Fuck being a rapper though, like I ain't never about heard it. Like I never heard no woman like, oh, I'm gonna fuck with this DJ. Of course, because she's not gonna tell you that she's going to. I'm saying tell you women that? in general, like women, you know, See, tables but, but, full but, of women, no, but here's the rooms thing. full of women. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Hotel rooms full of this women. This what I'm trying to get at. Houses full of women. I never heard. That's the because you. That's because you're the rapper. Mm. Because, Is that it? Because the woman that wants the DJ, if she finds a rapper, she gonna go with the rapper instead of the DJ. Interesting. Huh. So basically, rappers only fuck because the, the DJs is oh not accessible. God, That's what you're saying. Is, is, no, I'm no, just, just listen. I've been on tour. This is what you're talking. I've been, about. I've been on tour, this right? What you're telling me. Listen, you know, tour life is crazy, right? Of course. So I've been on tours where women have been after me, and then when the headlining rapper bus pulls up, then all of a sudden they're like, ah, and then right. they start moving. I'm just like, damn, man. Next, I gotta get, to, I gotta get to the lobby faster. The lobby. <laughs> It's, I guess it, I mean I, I say it, it like artists, that, but I guess it's like you know that lobby. Yeah. Be, you know what that lobby look like after. Of course, that lobby look crazy. But I never right. The lobby is crazy on tour, but I never seen that lobby full with women that wanted was waiting for the DJ. But you never so seen a whole was, bunch of women that wants the wait for me. Of course no, I did. No, no, shut up. You never seen a bunch of women waiting for the the your your friend that hangs with the the, the celebrity, right? That's not but true. They, yeah. They don't wait for them they, unless right. they're trying to get close to them, right? So you never, they'll be waiting for you. They won't be waiting for your mans, but if they can't get to you, they're going to take your mans. I didn't, you heard what no, you said? Pretty I, didn't much catch, I didn't catch it. <laughs> I didn't catch it. I made perfect it. sense. My, my it's basically just levels. It's basically levels. I'm not talking about groupies. I'm talking about groupies. I'm saying in general. There's a difference. In so, life. But you ain't say that before. I'm saying in general. Like room, nah. women, chicks at the restaurant. So, but, then, but then you got to yeah. stop talking about DJs and rappers. Me? I'm hot. It's different. It don't matter. My, listen, my name. Listen, know that he's hot. listen. My name is Roberto. All right. Roberto Morales Jr. All right. Junior. So, Emphasis so on Junior. sounds like he gets pussy. You know what I'm saying? You f- listen. He starts so, speaking Spanish. Ay ay ay! Right. I know. Ay ay ay! You gotta be careful. He's a married man. Be careful. Trez, don't call hey. me later. Talking yeah. about yo, I'm in trouble. Listen, man. Don't call me later. I handled myself pretty well, man. You did, but yeah. I'm, listen, that was just an observation. You know, we had a couple. Listen, I like had, this conversation. But you know what? See, I can't say because a lot, a lot of, a lot, uh-huh. of my, a lot of my homeboys is DJs. A lot of my, a lot of my homeboys uh-huh. is DJs, and a lot of them got girlfriends and they're married. So I can't say but so much. Um, yeah. So don't say nothing. Yeah. As best you say nothing. I miss times we've been in, um, in the same kitchen. <laughs> Y'all love them same kitchen. I mean, you know me. I mean, I've been in everybody's kitchen, so I mean. Oh God! You, you know, guys to say nasty just, shit. We're making this narrative. He says that mother. himself, but we make the narrative. I'll be in the kitchen. Yeah. I'll be in the kitchen. They be like, "Yo, when Mayno was over, I was like, God damn it! Uh-uh. I was like, Mayno was here. I'm out. <laughs> Mayno, you gotta stop. Stop what? You stop gotta what? stop. What? This stop is what? a lot. I, I listen. I'm not paying a narrative you didn't paint already, Picasso. You know what it is. Still, feel, but but mm-hmm. I'm just saying this was the past. This is before. It's the past. Again, I feel like y'all like, laugh at me when I talk my when I talk, my truth, for a long when time. I talk about my when my when my struggles in life. You know we don't laugh at no, you. We we actually un, like we be like we can see that. I, but I tell you, I, I listen. I come on this platform and I talk about me, mm. right? 
-hmm. Not only do I talk about or highlight other shit people doing, right? We talk to the guests, but I I live out my truth. Mm. We appreciate that. And, and it, but I feel like y'all laugh at it. And that's sometimes okay. it's funny. It's laughable. <laughs> sometimes it's freaking hilarious. Like, would you let me, your girl? Why you in shock? No. So me, me, me being high Molly for two days. That is hilarious. Boat. <laughs> 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 it was funny. Looking back, it's Rolling funny. Rolling a boat is hilarious. <laughs> Looking back, it's funny, and that's it. Just seeing Mayno the rapper rowing a boat with a bunch of white women. That's not like talking about. That's not like you might you might have woke up with a with a weird tattoo or something in a strange place. Yeah, shit, shit like that. Yeah, I see how that happens with niggas. Niggas wake up with tattoos and shit like that. So let me ask you something. What was that situation that made you stray away from that from that life? Yes, I talked about it on here. Oh man. Woke up one day and I had a Rolex missing at a hotel in Miami. Oh, nah, see, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that changed your life. Never, Damn. never did it again. They ain't put it in your sock? What? Nah, I had a lot of jewelry in there, and then, but, but that was missing. And then, Under and the mattress? Yeah, I put nope. it somewhere. Somebody took it. Somebody stole it. And out you fell asleep home. and you woke right. up and it was gone. Because I was high out of my fucking mind. Damn. Where was your homies at? Slipping. Where was they at? They was in whatever rooms they were in. I was in my room. You understand? Nah, you see, your homies were supposed to hold you down. They were supposed to be like, nah, let me get your rollie. Cool. Let me get your wallet. Right. Let me get this. They, they, that's they what we're that. supposed to do. We mm -hmm. Right. Understand. But you know what? It was a night that I'm slipping. They were slipping Everybody too? Slipping. Everybody's Everybody mollied slipping. up. It's all right. Damn, you know the whole what? team was on the... I had to take that. I ain't put that on nobody else but me. Nah, that's at the fun. end of the day, I know better. Fuck what somebody else supposed to do. Nigga, I'm, a, I'm a, the master of my own ship. I was supposed to not ever even have myself in a situation like that. Fuck am I doing myself? But I was going through things emotionally. I was going through things spiritually. I was, I was in a place that I'm not in today. Mm. And I was at a low point in my life. And I was doing things because I was struggling. Mm. Right? So I was struggling with certain things. And that's how I was coping. Mm. And, and, I, and I hit a place where I woke up one day. Shit is on it. Rolex gone. Girl on Instagram. <laughs> shit all in the vlogs. She was bad. It was bad, and I was at a low point. But you know, but you live and you learn. Mm. And those things right there, they hard lessons. But I'm a nigga that you ain't got. You ain't got. Teach me once. Mm. I ain't never did that shit again in my life. Mm. Give me something. <laughs> ain't for that. Give me something. You yeah, understand? At least you speak your truth, though. Yeah, I speak I my truth, it. man. Because guess what? Everybody out there going through something. You can't throw stones at me. I can't speak no, my truth. Let me ask you a question. Why not weed? Weed is like a. It's I don't. It doesn't not do not nothing up, for me, not right? So I got a personality. I'm 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 up. I'm an upbeat person, right? So mm -hmm. I'm go mode. I'm, you know, I'm hyper. I feel like right? it slows you to down. Degree, it slows me down. It's mellow. I'm sitting back. High, like I, I don't like to be like that. Mm. So weed was never my high. Right. You never smoke crack. No, never what? smoke crack. Damn, that was, like, was a big question. I probably would. I probably. I probably would if I was a lesser man, a tad bit weaker. Then cocaine would probably be my drug of choice. Damn. But Molly is probably yes. around the same. Probably, That's why I said right. caliber. It's probably right, but they say. It's probably cocaine in Molly. Probably. And so, but what I'm saying, right? But what I'm saying is this: if I was weaker, mm. just a tad bit weaker, 
and more of a victim of my vices in life, mm. then that probably would be my drug of choice right there. Why is, why is cocaine so crazy right now, though? It's, it's back because, you know what? It's, 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 it's become cool again. So a lot of these young girls is out here. I was, I was in a club right here in New York, and a girl was like about 22 years old. She asked me that I had cocaine. I looked at her like I was out of, out of like she, she had 10 heads. When you go to L.A., all, all the young girls sniff coke. No, nah, it's crazy. It's out here now, too. Yeah. Like, all the young girls, all the little I had to smack, I had to smack the coke out of somebody's yeah. hand in the DJ booth the other day. Yeah, I was like, don't cocaine, come in with that shit. I was like, back. smack, I had to smack it out there. Cocaine See, we, is back. When you from the hood, like it's a little idiot. difference because we don't look at it as like cocaine. We look at it as crack. Like, you're a crack. That's not true. That's not true. Everybody that I'm talking about is from the hood. And this is what I'm saying. Yeah, cocaine is really back. Like, as a cool designer drug That's party, so all so all them people that you talking about is from the hood. If they partying, older, no, younger, younger. It's no, crazy. what I'm telling, what I'm talking right. about is like I'm not talking about it coming back and being popular. I'm talking about being from the hood, like my age, my generation. When you looked at people who sniffed coke and stuff like that, did heroin and all of that, they were fiends to you. Not in your cocaine. Eyes. Cocaine never was looked at as the same as heroin. Never. I'm telling you that cocaine you still look at never, them as drug addicts. No, but listen, cocaine never, because cocaine was always, first of all, cocaine was always looked at as a, as a prestigious drug. Like all the white people expensive. did. The, it was expensive. It was the party, the, the people that had money did it. Mm -hmm. It was never looked at, you because it was the people that functioned well that mm -hmm. did cocaine. You wasn't strung out selling selling your ass over cocaine. Mm -hmm. That was never that drug. Mm -hmm. Selling your crack ass. Was something, crack was something. That's a, what it, when you, when you start different. selling your ass, it's different. Crack was different. Cocaine was never looked at like that. Slippery slope, though, everybody. Yeah. Slippery okay. slope. Right. You never, you never heard nobody selling your ass over weed. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, these days, this whole fentanyl thing is different, but... Dang. Yeah, so now everybody's back to people party. People selling their ass over fentanyl? No, it's just I mean, oh. weed. It's in oh, everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it's bad. It's bad. People back to partying like how they was... You know, Studio 54 back in the no, days. I was on I was on my live the other day at five in the morning. For some reason, when I go on live, I get I have a lot of Middle Eastern right. fans. Mm -hmm. So I have like five hundred people from like Pakistan, from from India, and I I like to go live with them because a lot of them don't even know English. So I'm trying to communicate with them, and I, I just want to see their backyard because that because over there it's day daylight. Like, I want to see what your backyard look like in mm -hmm. India. I mean, I see some mountains in the back. Right. Television, and I have like four different people at the same time. So I'm just clicking. I'm accepting everybody. And then one day I accept. It's, it's a dude from Pakistan, a dude from India, and another dude from Morocco. And then all of a sudden I click on this other one, and it's a white girl from California. And I'm just like, oh, I'm like, the fuck? I'm like, what you doing? She's like, sniffing coke. Right. I was like, what? The fuck? <laughs> and she just, I was like, she, she made it sound like I'm, oh, I'm, it sounded like she was saying, oh, you know, I'm up smoking weed. But she made it sound like so regular. regular. I was just like, that yeah. shit fucked me. I got, yeah. And I froze up. They and I'm say, sitting I'm just like, I don't know if I want to talk to you. No, this is what they but say. But I left on there for a second. I just wanted to see what else she was going to do. What they say when you're in the club. They say, they say hey, you party? <laughs> what the fuck that mean? That, when somebody that say mean. that party shit, you well, know that's what that, that means. Mean. Right. Do you party? That's what that means. How you know that? What you mean? How that? How I know I'm that? Being, why you offended? You mean how I know that? How you he don't know that? Is it? I don't, I don't, because right. I don't party, is, so. No, I'm saying you party, but you don't party. 
Right, you said how you don't know that. I said I don't party. No, but it's in the eyes. It's like you like to party. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta say it like that. Right. With your neck. So, you gotta say it with your neck. Play with your hair. Yeah. You like to party. They go in the bathroom and do a bump. Come back. He knows like, the terminology though. Listen, I, I listen. I don't have no. Vibe. I provide the vibe. I don't have no problem with that. That's your that's your choice of or your vice. That's your vice. Can that's we talk your, about something else, man? I don't want to talk about cocaine no more, man. <laughs> <laughs> this shit crazy. Cocaine, man. How did you we know? even get here? I don't, I don't even know, know. So how we got. It was the Molly. We how went right? from talking about schools oh, and, and yeah, things. We were so positive in second of all. I didn't go. But listen, me and Holla had a moment at the radio station. Some positive shit. But let me tell you though, nigga, I be needing to flush out my demons. That's all right, That's so uh, I told you, I you have to help you. I'm here to help you. Yeah. I've been needing to flush out my demons. This is this is what this is for. So I need to get out here, live my truth, flush out my demons. Because guess what? It's people out there going through shit, mm. and they say, "Damn, that nigga made on a real nigga. He he kept it real. He keep it real. Like he said his real shit. I was dealing with the same thing. Mm. You know, but it is what it is, man. Mm-hmm. You got no party tonight? <laughs> What's the, I don't even want today. What what day today is today? I don't know. Monday. I just came back from All Star Weekend, man. All Star Weekend. It. Yeah, that no, was amazing. Cleveland. Great time. I drove straight here to come see you. I, I appreciate that. I've been to Cleveland. Yeah. I drew, I did that drive before. I'm yeah. gonna tell you a story. Quick story. No, I got stories. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, guys. No, DJ's sleep schedule though is crazy. This ain't got nothing to do with cocaine, but I will say this: it's got something to do with a promoter. I was on a tour. And I, I had got to a city right outside of Chicago. And the next town we was going to was supposed to have been Cleveland after that. <clears throat> and um, the fucking promoter was playing games with the money. Mm, mm. Had us outside, like, mm. playing games. And he played games all night. Mm. He said, yo, I'll be back. Never came back. <laughs> but he left his car right there. Oh, his car. His car. Mm. It was a 300 uh, Chrysler, 300, what was it, 300E Chrysler? This nigga never came back. I said, mm. yo, listen, I got a, I got a bottle of uh, Ciroc. Mm. We put a towel in that. Mm. <laughs> put a towel in that, and I had like a, a torch. Mm. Had a little torch, you know the little torch you buy from the gas station? Mm. For crack use. Mm. Right? <laughs> the crack torch. I made a uh, made it made something like a Molotov cocktail mm. and blew his fucking car. Nah, man. And drove to Cleveland that night because it couldn't stay couldn't stay in the hotel that night. Damn. Because if we just stayed in the hotel, like I'm like, come on, this nigga car's on fire. <laughs> you did it. Say what? No, he's making this shit up. He's making this shit up. Well, I believe him. For the purposes of uh, what? Law enforcement? He made it up. It's made up. <laughs> <laughs> he made it up. Yeah. Yeah. It's Allegedly. a story. <laughs> it's a story, yeah, but it's true. But <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Alleged. Yeah. Don't that's, fuck with me, man. That's your Cleveland story. Damn. And but I drove to Cleveland. I, we drove to Cleveland, Cleveland too early. Cleveland. I've been to Cleveland, but I've been to Cleveland many times, though. They got a strip in Cleveland. There's a bunch of clubs. Mm. You know that area? It's nothing but clubs and on this one strip in Cleveland. I just went to like two or three spots. But yeah, I've been to Cleveland a couple of times. And, the, and I came out, I was coming out the club one day and I heard boom, boom, boom. Everybody running. Nigga got his whole head blow, blowed off. Mm. Yep. Yeah, it's real out there. Very real. One time for Cleveland. 
on top of Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> my Cleveland experience is a lot better than that. I, mean, I had a great time. No, yeah. no, 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 no car bombings. No, I got to see LeBron join. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it was cool. Like, you know what I'm like I feel like All Stars was kind of boring this year. Just that like, game was amazing. Just, that was an amazing game. I know that dunk contest was boring. I missed that. Yeah. I don't know the players bad. no more, man. No. I know like the main players. I don't I I don't like know the new well, you're players. Not a baller, you busy, so. man. So what? You're not a baller. So, I understand. This is crazy. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> she wants she want to pick a fight with you. Yeah, this is crazy. I'm not picking a fight. I'm just calling a spade a spade. That's a spade cool. a spade? Mm-hmm. Picking a fight. I'm a spade. Okay, I understand. Trans, <laughs> I absolutely appreciate you coming through here, bro. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you, you know I appreciate it. At this point, he's like, what am I doing here? I don't know what's going on anymore. This is crazy. I'm going to shake hands with my brother. For real, man. I I appreciate you, man, coming through, bro. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Appreciate y'all. Kitchen Talk, you already know what it is. You know how we coming. Free Ricky until they free Ricky. Free Ricky. Every time, man. Every time. Y'all got something? You got something to say? Follow us at Kitchen Talk, the podcast, at Holla Rock, at your favorite tomboy. Your favorite time, boy. You should probably yeah, change yeah. that. Never. At, at DJ Bobby Trends on all social media platforms. Check me out at 97. Don't forget, Rich Lex, new single out right now, Crown Royal on Shake the Block Music on all platforms. Watch that video on YouTube. There's more music coming. We dropping a single every six weeks. Don't play with me. Oh, wow. Hey, Shake the up. Block. You heard him. Get this picture. <laughs> <laughs>